any given project left to its own devices will almost likely run amok. Its deadlines for completion extended and therefore go over budget. Worst case scenario, the project is deemed a failure, some people get blamed, and so on. Of course, why this happens can be for many reasons, including participants in the project having different priorities and interests, as well as a lack of leadership oversight. Now, according to the Project Management Institute, adhering to project management methods and strategies reduces risk, cut costs, and improves success rate. With us today is Ben Bream, Global Head of Construction and Managing Director for Asia-Pacific with the Project Management Institute to deep dive with us on why project management is important more so in these periods of uncertainty. Ben, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here. Please provide for us a quick recap of Asia's construction sector between 2020 and 2021, the period of the pandemic. Sure. Yeah, I think there's no doubt it's been a, a very tough couple of years in the construction sector. Uh, there's been a lot of, you know, supply chain disruptions. There's been, you know, increased material prices. But I think the most important thing has been the issue with the, with manpower. You know, a lot of the workforce was unfortunately contained to workers' quarters and, and was unable to work. Or when they were, there was all these increased health risks that, that needed to be considered. So costs increased. There was a lot of things that happened that really did have a, a large impact on the industry. On the positive side, I'd say that if you look at things like PMI's Pulse of the Profession survey, Asia Pacific has sort of been rebounding quite well and certainly on a par with global averages, which has been great to see. And we're expecting that the region to rebound more. You know, we've seen some really good reversals already. And statistically, we've seen with things like digital transformation and innovation approaches that there was about a 58% productivity gain, in fact, um, in 2020 compared to the previous year. So some very interesting things. I think looking ahead, it's a pretty positive outlook, but I suspect that things like manpower shortage increasing prices and material shortages will certainly continue in 2022. Now, how have industry participants responded to this during the crisis in particular? Yes, well, that's interesting as well because certain organisations have really thrived and others have been left behind. And the construction sector, as I mentioned, I think it's really set for considerable growth in the coming years. And that on its own will come with a lot of challenges. So luckily, there's a lot of best practices for really mitigating those risks and resolving the disputes. One thing that we've seen certainly in the last two years is we've been busier than ever, in fact, because, you know, individuals are saying, well... I need to upskill. I need to know more about what's coming down the pipeline and how to deal with it. That's been a a surprising impact to PMI in that we've really been helping more people through this difficult time. And I think organisations have had to downsize their workforce. And what that's meant is that they're having to do a lot more with less. And therefore, again, it, it puts that emphasis on the skills of individuals But again, you know, we're very positive in terms of where the direction of the industry is going. I think if you look at countries like China, we expect it'll be the most prominent construction industry worldwide in the next, you know, five to 10 years. 
in places like Singapore, we've seen some really creative strategies to deal with those manpower shortages. And I think, for example, the government's providing up to 80% funding to adopt robotics and automation solutions. So some things that are right up your alley there in terms of bringing in technology to help. And this is on top of what Singapore is doing in terms of a $90 billion worth of new bonds to support those long-term infrastructure investments, which is great to see. How important is project management uh, in the construction industry? Yes, well, having worked in the construction industry for more than 25 years, uh, I can attest that project management is absolutely crucial. Um, so the short answer is I think it's even more important than ever right now. We've seen the urban population growths. We've seen climate change intensifying. We've seen emerging economies really maturing, particularly in Asia Pacific, where countries like Vietnam, Indonesia, with a really young uh, average age, is, is really coming to the fore. So the demand for major infrastructure projects, and I think particularly the individuals who manage them, is really increasing. And as you mentioned at the start, things like scope creep, exceeding budget, you know, not finishing on time, these are all huge pain points that we see throughout the construction industry globally. And a big part of what PMI is doing is working with the industry to determine those pain points and to work out what we can do to help mitigate those issues that we see. Do other industries place similar importance to project management? Yes, you're right. PMI is industry agnostic. We work across all different verticals. Construction is certainly one of the, the large ones. Technology is another of those. And what we see is across all the different industries, there is a similar importance in terms of the, how they treat project management. But it's interesting even seeing certain things like dropping the kids off at school. Tasks like that that people do every day uh, involves project management. There are stakeholders, there is a timeline, there are expectations. So everybody is doing an element of project management and understandably, the more complex the project, the more skills are needed to, to tackle those problems. And you know, we believe that the future of work is really going to be based around what we call the project economy. So both individuals and, and enterprises will need to adapt into that new project economy. Enterprises need to be more agile. They need to bridge the gap between strategy and execution, commit to really developing the professionals and their team members and individuals as well need to be really strong with their understanding of technology, appreciate how that can help you, but make sure that it doesn't control what you're doing, which I think is, is really important. And lastly, we're seeing the emergence of things like empathy, you know, the ability to really lead projects with a people-centric perspective. We're seeing that if you're able to stop and listen and understand someone's point of view, you're probably going to be able to make decisions better and move forward. And we used to call things like empathy soft skills. Now we're calling them power skills because we think really that just become more and more important in everything that we do. Power skills, something that I need to put that in my dictionary. Okay, thank you for that. Could you cite some best practices in project management? Yeah, I, I mean, best practices, I think certainly we need to you know, understand what are the, the key skills that we need to learn. We're seeing a, a lot of trends sort of change the way that we work. We're seeing different skill sets that come in. You know, I mentioned those sort of power skills. So things like communication, things like collaboration, really, really important now. 
if we're able to combine those together with the technical capabilities that project managers have had for a long, long time, then that's setting us up to, to really be able to deliver better and, and much more efficiently and effectively. Now, in the new digital pandemic normal that we are in, what sort of skills have stood out to be most valuable when it comes to project management? I, I would say that apart from those sort of power skills that I've talked about, another really important thing is innovation. So if companies or individuals are innovative, then it helps them to really come up with different ideas and deal with things in a different way. We've seen in the last two years just how quickly the world can change. Nobody saw that coming. Again, the people that have done better than others are those that have those sort of innovative mindsets. You know, we've seen that through projects in energy, in climate change, particularly with the vaccine production and, and rollout, and also, you know, things like tech-enabled healthcare. So these things have been happening for quite some time, but now they're really coming to the fore and the people with those skills are leading the way. In terms of organizations themselves, how have they responded to this uh, demand for new skills, as you say? Yeah, I, I think the from a, an industry or, or a business point of view, organizations have had to become more digital. Uh, it's, it's all about the data and how accurate it is and, and then how it's used. And as a result of that, I think we're seeing the rise of project management even more because whilst it's great to gather that data, it's more important as to what we do with it and how we use it. We see a lot of statistics about 95% of data that's gathered on construction projects is actually not even used. So there's a long way to go in, in that. But I, I think you know, the digital side of it's very important. I think project talent is critical as well. There's an increasing number of jobs that require project management skills. As I said before, you know, we live in this project economy where the projects are really the driving force behind how we work, um, how change is realised and how value is delivered. So we are soon to release a report uh, called The Talent Gap, which talks about you know, 10-year employment trends costs and global implications. And it's very interesting to see that the global economy needs 25 million new project professionals by 2030. So it's, it's an incredible number. Globally, the talent gap is likely to impact every single region. And if we don't meet that talent gap, then there's a potential of more than $300 billion in GDP that would be lost. So it's really important to make sure that we're filling up those needs of project managers and change makers. That's exactly what we're trying to do, to bridge that gap and make sure that we're doing what needs to be done in the next 5, 10, 15 years and beyond. What mega trends do you see will elevate project management to a higher level of importance? Yeah, I think that COVID-19 is still going to play quite a large role for years to come, even though we'll be dealing with it, we'll be you know, mitigating the risks and, and we'll be working out how to, to move forward. But the good thing is that I think with every adversity, there's a, a lot of opportunity and we can transform, we can improve the world that we're living in. So there's certainly some, I've got five different mega trends that I, I wanted to talk about. The first one is similar theme on digital disruption. So I won't say too much more in that, but certainly, you know, we need to be aware of, of how it can benefit us and improve what we're doing. The other one is climate change. You know, you could see last year with the United Nations uh, COP events and, and meetings that took place that there is an urgent need for action. However, I'd say that traditionally we've been very slow to act in that field. So I think more things uh, moving forward will be around sustainability 
sustainability practices and the, the need to be focused on that and built into every project and process that we do. The third one is the demographic shift. It will be mentioned in the PMI's Talent Gap report for the, the need of the 25 million project professionals. Combine that with declining fertility rates and, and an increasing percentage of workers that are retiring. It amplifies that further. The fourth one is economic shifts. We talked about supply chain disorder and, and rethinking of what globalisation means. Uh, and it's a very complex issue, but there's a lot of strategies that we can put in place to mitigate those risks. And the last one is the civil, civic and equality movement. So certainly in 2020, we saw a huge amount of that. Uh, we expect that will continue with social protests um, throughout 2022. And I think coupled with that is, you know, the, the economics effect, effect and the rising inequalities that we've seen over the last few years as well is, is something else that will have a big impact. And we believe that education is one of the contributing cures for that social unrest. So we're, we're trying to do our part there. And how should business leaders address these megatrends or at least do what they can to in order to be able to address these coming megatrends that you've illustrated? Yeah, it's a good question because, I mean, I think the first thing is just to be aware. And, and that's just five megatrends. There, there are others, but I think they're certainly the ones that PMI are focusing on. So, you know, leaders need to be aware. They need to constantly reprioritize what's important. They need to make sure they're acquiring new skill sets for their team as well as themselves and, and just responding to whatever those demands are. You know, understanding that major developments are reshaping the world and their impact on project management, I think, is important as well. And the trends certainly indicate global shifts that will impact economies and, and countries as, as a whole. Business leaders need to be aware of that. They need to build in the necessary resilience in business. I think resilience is a big thing that we need to be focusing on. We need to look at forecasting situations and really taking action as quickly as we can. We can no longer just sit back and wait for something to happen. So we need to be very agile in our mindset and just continue to upskill the workforce. So I think they're the key things that leaders should be looking at at the moment. Now, given the continuing uncertainty, what is your one advice, or maybe more than one, to industry leaders to help them ride the uncertainties and come out leading the marketplace? So, look, I think we really have a fantastic opportunity here as leaders to shape the future and hopefully one that's that's greener, that's more equitable, you know, that's, that's a better world that we live in right now. So I think the types of qualities that people need, I believe that we have a variety of different skills that we learn along the way and we need to acquire those skills and put them into a toolkit and the toolkit comes out depending on what problem we're trying to solve. If we're able to draw on that toolkit, then we're able to employ new ways of working. We can include you know, new skills like effective communication and empathy that we talked about earlier. And the leaders must understand the context of their projects within the larger environment and the impact that that's having on, on the world as a whole. Given the continuing uncertainty, what is your advice to industry leaders to help them ride the uncertainties and come out leading the marketplace? Yeah, so I think there is certainly quite a few things that industry leaders can do to get through this. And I think these are things that they're not just a pandemic response. I think these are skill sets and leadership qualities that will continue in the future, which is fantastic. So my advice is fairly simple. With the accelerated pace of digital transformation, I think the need for project management skills is more important than ever. 
That's the first one. I think we need to approach 2022 with a, a cautious optimism. You know, we need to sort of weave integration, creativity and, and social impact into the projects within our organisations. You know, the last two years have been really tough. But I think that we can learn a lot from that and leaders need to ensure that they're, you know, the learnings from the pandemic are put in action while really defining their own new normal or new future. And I think lastly, the pandemic has also brought us really head on with a number of opportunities that they always existed, but I think they're perhaps coming to the forefront now. And as we really embark on the new year, I think leaders have to look at what opportunities exist for them to make their, their business a lot more agile more diverse, their workforce is more skilled and, and just to create a social impact and to build, hopefully, a better world for us to live in. Ben, thank you very much for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you, Alan. Absolutely my pleasure to be here. Great to talk to you. That was Ben Bream, Global Head of Construction and Managing Director Asia-Pacific with the Project Management Institute. Speak to us on the topic of project management, its value and relevance in the post-pandemic normal. You are listening to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.